pretty lonely place, but it doesn't have to be. Here at the Rarely Right Podcast, we want to celebrate stories, authenticity, and discuss life. My name is Ray Schneider, and I'm a counselor who's been partnering with nonprofits for the last eight years to help individuals in high-risk environments get the mental help that they need. And maybe even more importantly than that, be a willing set of ears to listen to their story, to hear both the good, but also the bad, and to encourage them to pick up the pen and be their own narrator, that at any time they can flip the script in their story. And that's what I'm encouraging everyone here to do as well. Your story matters. And no matter where you find yourself in life, you always have the ability to change the narrative. Welcome. I'm going to start this podcast in a very transparent, honest place. That patience is a virtue comment that people make to you when you're well, being impatient, it is it is maybe the bane of my existence. I am very sincerely not a patient person, and I felt that you needed to know that, and I needed to be transparent with that prior to going into this conversation so that you know where I'm coming from. But I do not want that to dilute what I have to say today because the patience is a virtue um, quote or mindset or thought process is one that is 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 definitely beautiful, um, but it's been paining me a lot the last two weeks and not in the normal way that it does. Normally when it pains me, it's someone reminding me that I'm a tragically impatient human. Um, when it comes to really small things, I, I can't stand still in a line that should be moving. It's one thing if it's not moving because that's just way it is and everyone's being as efficient as possible. But if efficiency isn't happening, I have a very hard time sitting there and watching it be inefficient. I also am impatient in traffic. Maybe it's because I've been in New York for too long. So things like that, I I have a tendency to lose my patience quickly. It is not a highlight of my personality. So so I'm creating that transparency. This the the reason though that this quote is irking me the last two weeks actually has nothing to do with that, but has to do with the people who live that quote in a way that I believe is unhealthy. Because for a human to be in pa- for a human to be patient, I apologize, for a human to be patient, um, good kudos to you. I wish that I had that skill set when it comes to little things. I think that I come off um, too aggressive. In some ways, you can be patient, but patience should not equal the acceptance of passivity in your life. And that's where I'm coming to today. I know a lot of beautifully patient human beings who are still going at their life in a way that says, I deserve to be here and I am worth chasing after and I am going to create the most in my minimal existence on this universe. And then I have individuals who are so patient that they continue to put their own life on hold. 
We are not meant to live with the pause button. And to be quite frank, when it comes to being a living, breathing human being, the pause button is really a hypothetical lie, right? Whenever we say, let's put a pause on something, and it has to do with two people who have breath, there is no such thing. And that goes for a whole lot of different places. Wherever your brain just paused and went, whether you were disagreeing with me, agreeing with me, or worrying about what I said, that is added into this category. You don't have to agree with me 100% for me to know that this is a true statement. Humans do not pause. We are constant and consistent. Now, your activity level may in some way pause or tilt backwards, but you don't stop breathing momentarily or for years to come. And I think that's that's what's really just irking me today because people aren't thinking about that when they're saying, well, I'm just being a patient human. If you're being a patient human and waiting for life to happen for you, you're missing your life. Passivity is not useful in life. Patience, yes, useful. Someone wants to help teach it to me. Um, I'm not giving an ultimatum to God. I'm saying if someone wants to continue to be helpful, great. Um, My wife has her hands full. She may be grateful for someone else to help um, take that wheel. But when it comes to passivity, you cannot cannot live inside this. And I'm going to calm myself down to actually create, um, you know, a thoughtful lesson plan here. But When someone says, I need a break, when we say, let's take pause, what we're actually saying is I need to separate myself from this activity or this human and I need to to move to a different pathway. And we need to be honest about that. We need to be honest about the fact that We're not actually pausing, we're pivoting, right? If we take the relationship immediately in my head, I'm I'm almost trying not to laugh out loud because I'm thinking about the Friends episode where Ross was like, we were on a break, right? Um, And he was losing his mind after reading the letter from Rachel, seven pages front and back. If anyone else is, is, is laughing about that, great. If you're not and you have no idea what I'm talking about, we have other problems. But there is no real break, right? When, when it's a relationship and someone says, I need, I need to take a pause or I need, um, I need us to just take a, you know, a small step back for a minute, you're physically taking a step back and you're actually moving forward. And, and we need to be thoughtful around that because I've seen too many friends um, and families sit in the pause that they're, not, that they're not being joined in, right? That they are literally stagnant and holding on to someone who's already pivoted onto a new path. And I'm not speaking to the people pivoting onto the new path because regardless if you were right or wrong in that or you hurt someone or you didn't, you at least are actively participating in your life. I'm talking to the people who are still stuck in the fake pause because your life continued, whether it was a couple hours ago 
or it was a week ago, or it was six months ago, or it was six years ago, you've been breathing that whole time. In fact, you're just collecting dust on a timeline that's not going to sit still for you. You do not have to be passive to be patient. And so if we're staying on that same relationship trend, if you were to say, I'm being patient for the person who's meant for me, one, thank you. Thank you for being thoughtful and waiting for a relationship that makes sense instead of actively bouncing from human to human because it's so detrimental to your spirit as a person whose spirit took a really long time to heal after she lived that life. I can tell you that for sure. But being patient, which I think you should be when you're waiting for that relationship, does not mean that you should not be actively taking care of yourself and making sure that you're ready. Because we've talked about this. Singleness does not mean readiness. It just means single. And so if we're on quote unquote pause, if we're being patient, we should also be actively patient right? We should be figuring out what is it that I want out of my life? What is it that I need out of a relationship? How many people can actually answer that question, right? We can answer the immediate I'd likes. I like this type of person. I know my top fake five, right? I know what I'm attracted to, who I'm not attracted to, what I'd love to to really have in my life and what I just don't need as far as physical attributes, personality types. But have you ever actually actively decided what you need? Because if you don't have a needs list, and this is not 30 things, this is like three to five things. If you don't have a needs list, you will never actually know when you found the right person. You could be at the aisle or passed into the marriage before that comes up. What do you need? What allows you to be actively alive in your life through a relationship? What fills you? What is an absolute no-no for you? What triggers your own demons? What kind of person or personality type or activities pour salt in your wounds instead of actively works to protect them? Figure that out. Don't live with dust collecting on a heartbeat that's going to keep going. Actively pursue the best version of you. And sometimes that means digging in and getting past all of the walls you put up for other people that you've been hiding behind. Patience does not equal passive. We are meant to be active participants in our lives. And that has to do with relationships. It has to do with careers. Not everyone is in the job they want to be in for the rest of their lives. If you're a hustler, you know that you got to put in the time. I have put in the time in jobs that I did not like. I worked in a manufacturing company selling to a dying industry and had to convince people to be happy anyway. Horrible. But it gave me the opportunity and the means to learn some of the things I wanted to be and some of the things I didn't want to be. And I can continue to go down that path of jobs that I was in that I didn't like, but I needed to actively participate in to learn to get to the place that I am 
to be able to continue to grow to the place I want to be. And I know that all of you are out there too. You may not be in the job that you are wanting to be in, but you can actively pursue figuring that out. And I don't care how old you are. Coolest story ever was getting to stand with a woman, learning a little bit about her life. And to hear that at, you know, 50 plus years old, she has actively pursued a new degree and I guess it's going to be next week now, based on that conversation, she's going to go and start a brand new job in a career field she actually wants to be in, 50 plus years old. So I don't care how old you are. If you are not actively pursuing something that makes you energetic, that gets you up in the morning, start doing it. This is not me saying you're done. You've been waiting too long. This is me saying the play button's still on, even if you're pretending it's a pause button. So get on the horse and start being active. What do you want to do? Who do you want to be when you grow up? Because if you're in a stagnant place where you don't feel like you're growing, where you don't feel like you're earning, learning, if where you don't feel like maybe the job isn't perfect right now, or maybe it's really hard, but it's going to get me to the next step. If none of those things apply, what do you want to do? Who do you want to be? And then what do you have to do? And what kind of work do you have to put in to get it done? It may not mean that you leave the job you're in. It may mean that you have a new appreciation for the job that you're in. Maybe now the job is actually money coming in to allow you to go back to school or it's money coming in to allow you to go and work on the craft that you want to do or the art that you want to create. We spend too much time In our jobs, I spend more time working than I get to spend with my wife. If my job is not actively helping me pursue my passion or creating the career path that I want, I'm in trouble. And now all of a sudden, the energy that I put into that job is much less. And I'm sure the same is for you. Being patient does not mean being passive. Relationships, you cannot be passive to have a successful one. There is no pause button. Careers, you cannot be passive to be successful. There is no pause button. Self-worth, you cannot be passive to understand it. Do you hear me on that? Patience does not equal passive. If you're a faith human being, this is a place that I think we struggle with the most. We assume that God wants us to be minions way too much, way too much. We assume that things are just going to happen to us, that God is just going to grant us good things or bad things. But that's not the case. If you actually look at faith, if it's Jewish faith or it's Christian faith or it's Muslim faith, which are the ones that I know the best, there is no place in there where God says, you are just a minion. All of it is centered around you being an active participant and God meeting you where you are. So if it's spirituality, patience does not equal passive. Life is constant for a very short period of time. And if you are walking around not being active in it, you're wasting your own time literally. Not a statement or a figure of speech, 
but you are literally wasting your own time. We are here for a very small period of time. The Jewish culture is one of my favorites when it looks at our lives now. This is the time that matters for us to be present. And for us to be present, we have to actually realize the play button is still going. In your friendships, if you are the patient person, freaking kudos to you. We need you. We really do. The person who's willing to just take a breath and take a step back because the crazy type A's are out there to make demands. Absolutely. Absolutely. We need patience. When someone is just not getting it and they need someone to love them anyway. When someone is just restless and they need someone to love them anyway. Thank you so much to all of the people who are so deeply patient I should make a shout out list and start thank- sending out thank you cards on a yearly basis for the people who have to deal with me. But if you're the patient friend, that doesn't mean that you need to be the passive friend in that relationship or in that friendship. We talk a lot about making sure that it's equal in romantic relationships, but that's the same in friendships too. And not all friendships mean that you see each other every week. And not all friendships mean you talk to each other every day. There's definitely different levels of friendship. But what it does mean is that you are openly communicating with each other when there is a need on either side. I need you. And being strong enough to ask for help, whether that's a spiritual conversation, whether it's a physical act, whether it's just needing time with a friend who cares about you, there's a, you cannot be passive. You cannot sit and stew. Well, my friend's always asking me for things, but never giving anything. No one knows what you need if you don't speak up. We have to stop thinking that people can read our minds, relationships of any kind. And that's where passivity really can kill right? Because your friend's out there asking for help and you're willingly giving it and thank goodness for you. But you have to allow them to be an active participant as well. You have to communicate when you need something. You have to say, I really need time with you. Can we set something up? You know, calendars are busy. My poor friends, I have such an insane calendar and then you mix it with my wife's insane calendar and we have very limited pockets of time that we're able to actually have a social life. And I I cannot tell you how humbling it is to have friends who meet you in that space anyway, to say, I totally get it. Hey, over the next month or two months, can we schedule time? I'm so grateful for them. They're the ones showing patience. But thank goodness they're not showing passivity, that they're saying, I do need time with you. I do want time with you because I am so much better because of those friendships, so much more full because I have people who I get to invest in and who get to invest in me. And the same thing is for you. When we become a whole person, it's because we are actively participating in all the aspects that make us full. That we are making sure our job is leading to the career we want or our career is continuing to build into the path that we need. When we make sure that our romantic relationships, whether we're in one or we're eventually getting towards one, that we're active there, that we are either, you know, for me being a married human, it is my job to be active in my marriage, to make sure I'm listening to the needs of my spouse, but also communicating the needs of myself and making sure that we're, you know, 
know you love the quote, always continuing to date and get to know each other. But for you, if you're a single human, whether that's newly single um, or you've been single for a while and maybe you're single by choice and maybe you're, it's not really choice. It doesn't matter. You can still be actively pursuing who you want to be in the next relationship, understanding your needs, not your wants. Why don't you list out your wants? Your wants can be 60 pages long if you want front and back. But at the end of the day, what are the things you actually need? You don't actually need to be dating a brunette. You do not actually need to be dating a five-star athlete, right? You don't actually need to be dating someone with a lot of money, but maybe you do need someone who is an active human because that's who you are, right? Maybe you're a runner or a biker or a crossfitter or a lifter or all the other things, you know, and then you need someone who's active and can stay active with you. Maybe you're a very spiritual human and you need someone who can meet you in that place. Maybe you're a person who carries a lot of wounds and you need someone who can be very understanding and loving, but also push you to live beyond them. You can always be actively pursuing that relationship line in your life. And in friendships, friendships are so important. I do not care if you are an antisocial human, I don't care if you're an extreme introvert. You don't have to have a gazillion friends. In fact, I doubt anyone has a gazillion friends with deep, fulfilling, full relationships. They may just have a whole bunch of people that they know on a small basis. But I don't, again, if you're an introvert, you're an extrovert, you need relationships, whether it's one person or it's five people. I think the max out of really deep relationships is 10. In my opinion, I totally should do a podcast on that, I think, about that kind of circle layers. But you need those. You need a place where you are actively investing and being invested in. And again, it doesn't mean that you have to talk every day. It doesn't mean you have to talk every week, but that you are having those touch points along the way outside of your marriage, definitely your marriage, you should have, that person should definitely be number one in your inner circle. And if they're not, that's something you need to be focusing on. But we need that. We are connective human beings. And just because you can survive without connection doesn't mean you should. It doesn't allow you to grow. It doesn't allow you to heal. It doesn't allow you to fulfill the best parts of you. It's again, living in that fake pause that doesn't exist. Patience is a virtue. It's a gorgeous one that I did not I did not have put in my body when I was born. It is something that I have to work on every single day. But patience does not equal being passive. Be patient in life. If you're like me and you need to work on it, you probably should. I mean, we're kind of a pain in the butt, the, all, those of us who don't have that naturally um, as part of us. If you're a patient person, do not be passive. You have one life. One. I don't know how many breaths that adds up to. I'm not quick at math. I don't know how many days or how many years because we really sincerely can't predict that. But what I can say is, you know, right now it's almost 12 o'clock on Friday afternoon. That means you still have at least eight hours If you're me and you're kind of an early bird, 10 hours, 12 hours to make the most of today, go out and do it. And tomorrow, go out and do it. Make opportunities for yourself. Create change by being an active participant in your own life. 
Being patient is amazing. Being passive is worthless. And you are not worthless. You deserve more. Go out and get it. Thank you.